Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of Night Stalker Podcast. This is episode number 67, The Murder of Little Lord Fauntleroy. Um, on the morning of uh, March 8, 1921, in Washika, Wisconsin, an employee of uh, Yoling uh, Stone Company, uh, John uh, Borch, was uh, walking by a pond near one of the quarries. While walking near the pond, uh, he found the uh, body of a small young boy, probably five to seven years old, uh, floating in the pond. Upon finding the body, uh, the employee went back to the um, office and contacted the sheriff, who at that time was Sheriff Clarence Gibbler. Gibbler in turn contacted uh, one of the county coroners, L.F. Lee. And at that time, they both went to the pond to recover the bodies. Also involved in the investigation was uh, the Milwaukee Police Department. Uh, both of the agencies uh, conducted a large search in the area, but they didn't really find much of anything. Uh, the records indicate the, the body was of a white female, five to seven years old, uh, quite short, under four feet, had blonde hair and brown eyes, did not seem malnourished, uh, and had no physical marks of uh, long-term uh, physical abuse. What was noticed that the boy had been uh, dressed in um, very expensive clothing, uh, which consisted of a blouse or a long uh, pull-up button shirt, a gray sweater, expensive. Uh, sweater from the uh, expensive uh, Bradley Knitting Company. Um, his underwear, black stockings, and patent leather shoes. His clothes uh, were exceptionally expensive. Um, the newspaper actually was the one that uh, coined the, uh, the phrase uh, little, little Lord Fauntleroy after a uh, 1885 um, children's novel about a uh, written by uh, Francis Hodge uh, Burnett the book was about a um, young boy growing up in uh, the slums in New York City in, in the 1800s uh, boy found out that he had inherited a title from Europe went over to U Europe to live with his grandfather who was a rich, eccentric individual who owned a castle, so on and so, so forth. Um, well, the, there was foul, foul play expected during the autopsy. A large um, gash on the forehead was found, blunt trauma from being struck in the forehead. Um, it had not determined how long the body was in the water. It could have been in there for months. Uh, in an attempt to identify the victim, they actually had displayed the victim to the public uh, at the local funeral uh, 
funeral parlor. Um, nobody was able to identify him by name. However, a uh, another worker at the uh, stone quarry, uh, Mike Coker, uh, stated that um, he had witnessed a young uh, woman in a red sweater wandering around the uh, pond five weeks prior to the, the corpse being found. Uh, he added that he questioned her about what she was doing. It appeared she was nervous and uh, she had asked if he had seen a little little boy in the uh, neighborhood. Coker added that the woman in the sweater was joined by a male companion who drove away in an unidentified model uh, Ford vehicle. Uh, the couple, this, this couple was never um, identified. Uh, it's interesting here, uh, kind of keep note of this. Uh, the authorities received a tip that a woman had died by suicide in the very same pond that the unknown body was found, the boy was found. Uh, after a long search of the pond, uh, her corpse was never found. This is important, remember missing female. Uh, the coroner's examined, like I, I already had said, the boy had a, a deep cut in his forehead which indicated they had been hit on the head with a blunt object. The exam also revealed he had little water in his lungs which meant that he was probably deceased before he went into the water. The um, case had gone cold. The first uh, uh, initial report was for $250 for any information leading to either the identity of either the boy or killer. No one came forward. It was raised to 1000 and still uh, there were no results. Um, There was also information by an individual named uh, David uh, Dubrick. He was the owner of uh, Liberty Department Store in Waukesha. Uh, he insisted that he had sold the clothes uh, to Little Lord uh, Fauntleroy, who was found in the clothes that he had sold. However, there was no way to actually link the clothes to um, the victim. Uh, Another another um, lead had come in from an individual named uh, J.B. Belson, who stated that the child was his nephew and that the uh, it was uh, the son of her daughter. Uh, Belson explained that the sister's ex-husband had kidnapped their two children and even threatened to kill them on several occasions. Uh, the lead was followed up, however. Um, the two, the two of uh, the uh, Belson children were uh, eventually uh, found, uh, leaving this uh, this lead was um, basically no good. Uh, the body of the victim uh, was transported to uh, Weber Funeral Home. It was prepared. A local woman named uh, Minnie Conrad spearheaded a fundraiser to help uh, with the funeral expenses on March 14, 1921. 
victims were buried at the Prairie Home Cemetery and prior to the uh, coffin being covered uh, somebody scrolled on the lid our darling uh, it's kind of hard to say who would uh, put that on there it was either the suspect or maybe Minnie herself uh, another lead kind of came in uh, 1947 or 1947 actually 49 a medical examiner from uh, Milwaukee named E.L. Uh, Tarringer believed that uh, the unknown boy could actually have been uh, Homer LeMay who disappeared around the, the same time uh, in the area where uh, the body was found in the quarry um, Homer's fa father uh, was questioned after his son con his continued absence. Uh, this guy is really a freaky guy. I did some research on him, uh, and at the end, I'll kind of tie in the leads. I mean, it wasn't too hard far, hard to figure out who actually killed the boy, or who the boy was. Um, they have it listed as unidentified, but the links the, the links are pretty well there. Uh, this was Edmund uh, LeMay. He stated that his son had been adopted by a Chicago company, a couple named Norton in 1921. Well, that's kind of odd because uh, LeMay claimed that uh, the Nortons had taken the boy to Argentina and it later um, sent him a clipping that, the, that alleges the boy was killed in an automobile accident uh, police uh, investigated the father's story but found no proof to validate his claims. Interesting. So, the his son was, um, he says his son was um, adopted in 1921. And he had passed away in 1921. Well, if you really think about it, if you look at January to March 8th, that's less than two and a half months. So you're telling me in two and a half months, the boy was adopted, went all the way to Argentina, and then was killed in a motor vehicle accident. And he claims that the parents of the boy, the Norton, sent him a, automobile, a clipping of an automobile accident. Um, the problem with that being, he also, in a later statement, says that both the Nortons were killed in the automobile accident along with the son. Uh, so who sent the letter? Liar. Um, <clears throat> on March 16th, Dr. Uh, Thal Ringer uh, held a press conference and strongly encouraged ex uh, exhumation of the, bot, the boy's body. However, the sheriff uh, and the, st the city state coroner, city coroner, local coroner, whatever it was, um, ultimately decided not to do it. Uh, the boys remain uh, are currently buried at the Prairie Home Cemetery at present day under a simple tombstone that uh, basically has inscribed into it unknown boy found in uh, Oligan Quarry, Waukesha, Wisconsin, March 8, 1921. Okay, a couple, a couple things that weren't mentioned uh, in here and when I said remember the links um, we have the woman that drowned in the pond right 
Well, who provided that information to law enforcement? That's an interesting question. I believe that was Edmund um, LeMay. The boy's mother, the boy disappears, March. The boy's mother also disappears. And uh, the father has no explanation to where she went. So, with that being the facts, it's not very hard to figure out what happened. The woman in the red uh, sweater that day was Lemay's wife. If you look at pictures of Edmund LeMay, Ed, uh, Edmund LeMay um, he definitely looks like he has some sort of uh, mental health issues going on there. Uh, his statements were inconsistent, none of them made any sense. But yet here we have a um, and he was never charged, which is really kind of uh, bizarre, because one would think that, um, you know, it wouldn't have been too hard to put those pieces together, but apparently um, they weren't able to do that. Uh, and what's really interesting, if you think about it, how many times in your lifetime have you heard Little Lord Fauntleroy? Um, you know, it seems to be a coined phrase. It seems to be um, some a phrase that has been existed or used by um, a lot of people throughout the years. Um, it's interesting because um, by 1955, the book was written in uh, 1885. By 55, it had sold over a million copies. Uh, it was a very popular book. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing is, I believe myself that, you know, there were a lot of, um, <clears throat> I would have liked to actually been able to um, interview the uh, father because there were a lot of things here that weren't mentioned and it seemed to be overlooked by the police. I mean, okay, so the boy had these, and I mean, these were very, um, not only expensive clothes, but very unusual type of clothing. Um, I'm just wondering, with a general conversation with the boy's mother and father, what they were dressed in, what their financial background was, what the father's, uh, employment history, his family's uh, businesses, any, anything like that, just to see if they were, um, could match uh, any of the um, facts suggested in some of these reports. I mean, you know, you got to realize that a lot of these reports here are, you know, you're talking, this is a case that's been called for well, uh, right now, 
2021, 100 years ago. So, um, the body is listed in the Doe Network. I'm just trying to, it is uh, UM, uh, unidentified male. It says WI uh, for Wisconsin, number 1377. Uh, cause of death homicide um, not really too much else uh, the, clo the clothing like I said um, they do have clothing here uh, well dressed boy patent leather shoes with uh, cloth uh, top gray Bradley sweater size 6 light, light, like a light blouse shirt, shirt black Lightweight stockings going up to the knees. Um, no overcoat was located. Jewelry unknown. Uh, basically has a lot of, you know, and here. Now here's another thing. Um, like I said, the police uh, investigated whether the uh, the body was the was that of Homer Lemay, which it was, I believe. Uh, Lemay's father stated that the child had been killed in a car accident after being taken to South America by acquaint by acquaintances. Well, wait a minute. How could they be acquaintances if they adopted the boy? They wouldn't be acquaintances. They would be step parents. So you see, there's so many. There's so many just um, so so many loopholes in the, in this. I would I would love to grill this guy. He, his his ass would look like. Uh, his ass was on fire and his head was catching when I got done with him. Uh, just, I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, in my, in my thought, with, with somebody dressed like this, I, I, I have, now that I think about it, I have kind of two, two lines of thought here. If he was dressed that well, Parent, parents with that much money would have surely put out a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort to uh, locate the boy. Um, newspaper ads, uh, people out there looking around. Um, I'm wondering, and, and this is how far my mind goes out into left field, if the father ha had at one time read the book uh, Little Lord Fauntleroy. Maybe he made his kid dress up that way, you know. I mean, let's face it, we got some uh, pretty messed up people out there and a lot of, a lot of messed up um, parents too, so you know where I'm going with that, right? Um, it seems like most of the information online is, I'm going through it as I'm talking to you, is very, uh, very generic. There's not much, um, you know, let's go to Reddit, see what the hell Reddit has to say about it. Uh, you know, basically a lot of the same shit. Um, yeah, most of the people are just stating the same uh, kind of reiterated uh, facts. Uh, nothing new, nothing nothing to really um, go over. Although I do agree with this one person that says uh, there should be a DNA um, a DNA track. I mean that's that would probably um, 
that probably for once and for all would um would probably either solve the case or not solve the case, one or the other. So, um, so the next time you hear the term "Little Lord Fauntleroy," it's not only from a book from the 1800s, but it's also the name of a young John Doe from Wisconsin whose body was found March 8th, 1921 in a, a uh, rock quarry um, pond. And like I said, there's little information right now that's available. However, if you put the, the facts together and the few pieces of puzzle I threw in, it, it was no doubt that the uh, the killer of the child was uh, his father, Edmund um, LeMay. He was also the murderer of his wife. Um, and I should have got her name, but I didn't. But, um, and Ed Edmund LeMay was also the one that um, probably leaked the report of the uh, woman um, committing suicide in the pond. There's two just too many coincidences. Um, <clears throat> his wife disappears, woman commits suicides in the pond. Um, yeah, there's just too many links, too many coincidences. Uh, his story is not, uh, holds not, doesn't hold much validity or, or, or anything like that. So, but on that note, so the next time you hear Little Lord Fauntleroy, there's a lot more to it than just a coined term that everyone, every household in America has probably used at one time or the other. And on that note, this is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. We will be coming up pretty soon on the 2022 um, season. I hope that um, you all have a good holiday. Happy New Year's. I try to get over this COVID stuff. <clears throat> you know, it's probably damper on life in general um, screwed a lot of things up but on that note when you are in a dark alleyway dark street dark parking lot in the dark path in the woods or just somewhere dark and you hear footsteps coming up from behind you you should ask yourself one what the hell are you doing there and my question to you what and what the hell are you doing there and if you haven't found out where the back door or the back window is you pretty much screwed so when in doubt run and run fast and run long and I will see you the next episode